War in the Hockey Podcast this week. We are back with you, episode 97. Closer and closer to 100. 97 this week. Um, Before anything, before we get started, make sure if you haven't already, uh, you follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, War in the Hockey Podcast, at War in the Hockey Podcast, respectively. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, as well as on YouTube, when we can. Um, Make sure you subscribe there. On YouTube, subscribe. Uh, hit the notification bell so that way you don't miss any of our episodes when we do post them there. Uh, still working out the bugs with videos and things when we're not on Zoom, so um, not every episode will be on YouTube just yet. Uh, at some point here in the future, they will. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate and review, share with family and friends, anybody around you um, on the audio platforms, and enjoy War Room the Hockey Podcast. Episode 97 this week. Uh, any number of things to talk about, nothing really specific uh, this week. Uh, there's a few topics we'll get to here in the coming weeks, but uh, this week we'll, we'll touch on a few things. Uh, who's off to a hot start, um, more Jack Eichel rumor, anything like that, and we'll finish off this week. This week uh, we this week will be a bit of a shorter episode. We'll, we'll keep it um, at or under about 30 minutes for everybody this week. Uh, just not a whole lot to talk about. A lot of things going on, so we will keep it short for everybody. Uh, but we're in the Hockey Podcast, episode 97. Where do we want to start? Where do we want to start? Well, let's start at the beginning. Uh, look who's, uh, Just tell me, you know, you look around the league, look who's off to a great start. There's a lot of good teams that are trying to find their find their way. And and we all, we all see that. We, everybody knows that gosh, these guys are better than this. Off to a little bit of a struggle, some 500 teams out there that we think are going to be a lot better. But the teams that are really off to a great start, and as we've always said, statistically, you get to a great start, you've got an 85 90% chance that you're going to have a good, strong finish. You've got Carolina, you've got Florida, you've got St. Louis, Edmonton, Calgary, uh, you've got um, even even... Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Um, in Pittsburgh's case, they're only, I think, as of this recording, they're about four and three, but they're doing it without Malkin and Crosby and without Latang. And uh, at one time, it was, uh, I think they when they played uh, the Leafs a week or so ago, they were missing like seven of their top guys. The Flyers look good uh, with a lot of changes. And what's the common thread among all those teams, uh, even the New York Islanders who haven't really... Uh, started to light it up yet, but we talk about this all the time. What's the common thread when you look look at the top eight or ten teams in the league right now? Common thread. Oh, well, common thread for me goes to what I mentioned a couple weeks ago, and that's the value of depth. Absolutely, bang on. So value of depth, and you know their middle six forwards are the ones that are that are carrying the load. And Bingo. they're the reason where they, why they either are where they are or why they aren't where they should be. So, <laughs> right. And because either the, de- depth is either missing the mark or it's lighting the lamp. But either yes. either way, depth is carrying it. That's right. And and look down that list. You got Mike Sullivan. You got Elaine Vigno, Chief Baruby, um, Paul Maurice, Tippett, Quenville, Brenda Moore, Daryl Sutter. Bruce Cassidy, Barry Trotz, these are the very top coaches and top uh, fundamental guys in in our game. Every year, year in and year out, when you play and you watch them, you see these guys every night, you play against the Islanders, you play against 
Now the Edmonton Oilers all of a sudden. You play against the Calgary Flames all of a sudden. Carolina, St. Louis. Like these guys are just, you can watch these teams play for two weeks and you can see fundamental gaffes, complete fundamental breakdowns. I don't know, once a night maybe, once every two nights. They're just not out of position. They just don't do stupid stuff. Five on five, on the kill, on the power play, they're not making dumb mistakes. They are in positions to succeed. That's why they look faster than they are. That's why they transition better. They're in position. They're always, they they play to a system, they trust the system, and they stick with it. And they're proven systems. And so... As we know, it's not all about X's and O's, but the fundamentals have to be there. And it goes back to those 10 fundamentals or so that we talked about since the beginning of War Room. And these guys, these guys do it. And I, I would challenge Sport Logic or somebody like that to look at shots attempted versus shots on goal. Uh, a lot of the other metrics that we think, that we know to be absolute indicators. They're going to be bang on every time. These guys do things the right way. And and that's the that's the commonality. And so as this goes back, Evan, to our to our constant goal of reaching developmental players and developmental coaches, fundamentals. Fundamentals are it. You can't win without them. You can't succeed without them. You can get by so far on great skill and good looks, but when the pyramid gets very narrow at the top, fundamentals are going to separate Nail Yakupov from everybody who's got a job. So, and I, I don't mean to keep picking on that guy, but I'm just saying that's that's the difference. They can all skate. The question was, who has the longevity early on that we've seen with all that? Does St. Louis have what it takes to be a top team in the West coming come playoff time to, you know, Philadelphia, you know, these teams that have proven that they they can be okay to start. Can they do it long, long term? That's that'll remain to be seen. I'm going to stay away from St. Louis. Otherwise I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. That is the, that is the idiocy of Jordan Bennington, but com- complete and utter. Oh, I'm staying clear of that. I gotcha. But, um, <laughs> Do they have the longevity to compete? Um, do the 500 teams, which direction do they go? Uh, so a lot to remain remains to be seen. But uh, Jack Eichel news has picked up. Yeah, what's the latest on that? I, I haven't followed that for a couple of Rumor days. Rumor is that Vegas is involved again, oh, uh, that grief. a deal will get done when Vegas... Nothing has been said on whether or not Buffalo's cha- changed their asking price. So if Vegas is really going to pull the trigger, you have to assume a Peyton Krebs or somebody's going back. Um, yeah, I don't know how much Vegas wants to do that. Um, Calgary is rumored to be in. Um, Anaheim has always been hanging around. Yep. Um, there was talk, and I mentioned this before. Colorado was in um, to make McKinnon Eichel their one-two center punch. Um, but Whoa. what you'd have to give up for for Eichel? That's a that's a. a interesting question as an avalanche fan i'll i'll talk to you and we can we can debate about who i think they should or is okay to give up in that regard but that's a that's a dangerous thing especially when you look at cap space and whatever else um but 
We'll what? see. We'll see. There's talk that they want to get it done within the next week or two. Whether that occurs or not, it remains to be seen. Last but, I heard, that's exactly what uh, what the latest is as of this recording. But I did not. I had not heard that Vegas was in on this. No. I'm like, what do you? What do you make of that? Are they? First off, where do they put him with the cap? Like, what 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 would you do? They're on the cap right now. They in are Vegas, on the number. Yeah. Well, you'd have to assume that you, on top of you'd have to. It's safe to assume cap-wise, I'm sorry, but unless everybody does the stupidity that is Tampa Bay and mm-hmm. go 28 over the cap, yeah. well, in order to do that, before you trade for Jack Eichel, Stone or Pacioretty would conveniently have to be placed on LTIR. Oh, yeah. Right. So Air quotes here, conveniently put on LTIR to to make that, that cap room, but... Um, but otherwise, you'd have to assume if they're going to do a straight-up deal that part of the package going back would be a a cap hit that is a Marcheseau or a you know a Carlson or somebody like that. Somebody that's got at least a bit a bit of a cap hit to create a little bit of that cushion. Because otherwise, I, otherwise it goes back to what we've been ta- what we talked about in free agency during the off season. I just otherwise I don't see how team how these teams can get it done. I don't see how teams in free agency on a flat cap, faced with the cap they're in, can offer a Gabe Landeskog nine or ten million dollars. I I don't see it. It's the same argument. I don't so see how these teams the, can do it with Jack Eichel with with the, that stuff. You have to believe what Eichel makes what ten, ish, ish I think yeah. You have to believe right now they can still buy out Max Pacioretty. He's only 32, so he's still buyoutable. They won't, though. He's been fantastic for him. I know, but you have to believe with him on LTIR right now, you have to wonder if they don't think he may be be a, a risk they can't continue with. Mark Stone at 29 is a different story. His his salary would pretty much offset Eichel, but he's got a he's got a absolute no move clause. The thing um, with Pacioretty though is is like Kucherov in Tampa. How much of a factor can Pacioretty play come playoff time if you're there for the playoffs? At he the gets end of banged the year? up a lot. He's a good guy because he's a, he produces and he's and all that stuff. He's not a guy you want out of your lineup. No. Like I'm sorry, but he, whether he gets banged up or not, he's not a guy you want out of your lineup. So that's the risk you have to take, especially when you look at the health situation going on, going on with Eichel. Do you buy out a Max Pacioretty who come playoff time is is invaluable? Like yeah. that's let's be real. And for a guy who may or may not play all year because of a neck issue. So what, they, what do you do? Are they looking at Eichel and then maybe you referred to it earlier. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a juggling act with LTIR through the end of the season. And then Pacioretty's ready to go again, just like Kucherov was. And until they close that loophole, we may not like it, but it's legal. They all voted on it and they all said, okay. Yep. So other than that, mathematically, something's got to go before 10 million comes in buffalo's not carrying any salary so i'm just curious as the ask peyton krebs a great young player uh i don't know that that's the that's the the deal or or i would presume that has to be a significant part of it i don't know where else they're going to get a you know where are they going to get a blue chip guy i don't see it in their in their system i just don't see you know, I don't know, maybe Caden Korzak, the, the defenseman that we know from Kelowna. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you, like, do you see anything, any magic in here that I'm not, I'm missing out on? Well, Peyton Krebs is the rumored 
ask. So he's, he's so Vegas would have to give him up. That's that's not that's not rumored. That's that is out in that's out in the airwaves. Yep. Peyton Krebs is the guy going back if the deal's made, I'd, or at least that's that's the ask. So we'll see. But other than that, you got to You got to send a Stone or a Pacioretty in return because otherwise you just don't have the room. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it goes. Vegas is looking a little more human so far to start this year than in previous seasons. So I'm just not buying the goaltending. I really am not. Uh, the other part of what you were talking about earlier, you say you said the very first thing off the hop uh, was depth, and don't we know it? And this goes back to, you know, our our ongoing sermon about development and and making sure that you can play the game the right way. Uh, but you look at look down the lineup of these guys that are playing well. You ask who who had the staying power. Obviously, we believe that a team like Colorado is going to be there at the end. Outside of the favorites, um, you know, throw out the high and the low as always. I got to believe that Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Calgary are all three going to be real tough outs at the end of the year in the West. Where else do you look? Uh, you know, in the East, obviously Carolina's as good as anybody, and and they are just they are absolutely at the top of the game for speed, fundamentals, hard work, well coached, high skill set. That's that's a scary looking team. If they get goaltending, I don't buy Edmonton. That's who I don't buy. I just I don't. Six and, six Speaking and, of goaltending, six and one, I don't buy it, and it's not just goaltending. I'm sorry, but and unless proven otherwise, now if they're there at the end of the year, and I'm wrong, and I got pie on my face, then so be it. I'll happily admit it. But the the problem I have is, I'm sorry, but are we really supposed to believe that the the one missing piece was one guy who could play with McDavid no, and Zach Hyman? No, one but, guy. So I'll tell you what it is, though. If it was, I'd say absolutely you're right. It is Brendan Perlini, it's Warren Fogle, it is Evan Bouchard on defense who is playing lights out right now. He is a big right shot defenseman. He has finally come into his NHL status, and and he's a guy just like Noah Juleson, uh, Noah Dobson. These are guys uh, at Jordan Cairo in St. Louis. These are guys we've been waiting on for a year or two. Now all of a sudden this kid on defense, Bouchard, is really solidified their back end along with being well coached now these guys look better on defense than they did before because tips system has finally taken hold but no you're right they you're only as good as your goaltender but your goaltender is going to be a lot better when you've got defensemen and a system playing the way they are we'll see i want to make mention of one guy that that i don't think we've ever said anything about on this podcast and that everybody ought to take a look at if you haven't already Vinny hinesterza <laughs> Close. I knew you were. I knew you were thinking Close. it. Yeah. It's nice of you to admit it. I knew. I knew you were thinking it. So, Vinny Hinesterosa, applaud to him. Amen. Yeah. That we'll end it with shout that because Vinny he's getting we'll the shout see out. See you next so. week. Uh, if you have not closely watched Jake Chikrin play in Arizona, he's a gem. He's a gem, but he's in Arizona. He's in Arizona, and that's that's really tough going. And it, it, but he, this kid is a, absolutely a stud. And any place else, which he probably will be when his contract is up, any place else, and he is um, he's in everybody's Norris conversation. But wow, he's a good-looking defenseman. Can we finish this episode 
We'll finish on this. Let's finish on this. All right. Can we finish this episode on the credibility we give to Frank Saravalli? How much credibility do we give that guy? First of all, there's an argu- there's a 50-50 argument to be made about how he how he spoiled the expansion draft. <laughs> he go on. He he did his job, but he's he's tweeting out all day long who Seattle's taking. So come five o'clock when the big expansion draft is on TV and the big reveal, we already know who they take. So what's the point? Yes, Welcome he yes, to the world of social media. Yes, he did his job. Yes, you know, you could make that argument, but come on, right? <laughs> so, and now he's stating, now he's coming out and stating Winnipeg Jets are going to be Stanley Cup champion. Get out of here with that. I don't buy that no matter how good they look. I don't buy that when you're when you have to go through St. Louis, Colorado. If they're there, you got to go through Edmonton. You got to go through these teams in the yep. West. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. And second of all, he's now saying that with almost 100% certainty that after this year, Arizona ends up in Houston. Been hearing that for a bit. I don't know. I, credibility, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not saying that they can't be in Houston. What I'm saying is the, the credibility of it being after this year when there has been no traction on it to this point. <laughs> They're just going to up and go, well, Houston, here we come. Like, it doesn't work that way. Well, Houston was in on the expansion when Seattle got their franchise, We given, right? We know that that Arizona has lost their lease, lost their building. We don't know what they're going to do or when. We don't know what their options look like so far. I don't think they do. So what... Houston, I, I don't know. Would it make sense in Houston? It be hard-pressed to make less sense anywhere than Arizona for the last 25 or 30 years? I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't discount it. Sarah Valley's credibility, I think it's gotten better. Probably go, uh, getting a lot more people on his short list now that Bob McKenzie kind of retired. Um, but, it, you know, talking about the expansion draft, like, I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to know ahead of time. I... That's the whole point that they had that show. Yeah, they, that they had the show at five o'clock. The big out out in Seattle outdoors. These celebrity guests reading off the names come out wearing the uniform. All this stuff. That's the whole point. I get that you're doing your job, but that's the whole point of a big event like that. And you completely spoil it. Yeah. Not only for us, but for people that paid money to be at that event. <laughs> You spoiled it. I'm not trying to be argumentative here, but Sarah Valley is a reporter. He gets paid to report. I, Protect your doggone information. Uh, agreed. Agreed. He's doing his job. He, you, you're, you're, if you're talking about a reporter. Everybody on the staff, put your dumb phones away for uh, an agreed, hour. Agreed. Agreed. He's a reporter. He's doing his job. <laughs> he's paid to do his job. I can't say that I wouldn't necessarily do the same thing if I'm getting paid handsomely to do that job. Yep. So in that regard... In that regard, have a tighter, you know, zip up the lip a little right. bit when it comes to who your team has 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 lost Thank in the expansion you. draft. Yeah, but let's play devil's advocate here. Okay, and and play and go off the basis of this of the the beauty of the game, which is some excitement and yeah. and this and that. It's a new team coming into the league. 
you know, big reveal of the roster. ESPN and TNT have hockey rights again, all this stuff. Let's go. And Frank Valley from 8 o'clock in the morning until 3 p.m. is tweeting out who Seattle took in the in the expansion draft. If you're going to, from that perspective, if you're going to spoil it, let, let the fans spoil it by getting on and and doing the research. But you coming out and for the world to see that, oh, Seattle took Morgan Geeky, like, come on. Yeah, the, 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 the 50-50 nature of this, like, yes, you're a reporter, you're getting paid to do it, but let them also have their enjoy, day. let them have their day. Like, yeah. I, I, and I'm sorry, but you getting paid how much money? You can afford to, to tell whoever signs your checks I'm not doing it today. Right. I'm not. I, I, let's reserve the sanctity of this of this day and this event and this game and this all this stuff. You'll and find out tonight. Like let's everybody let people else. do. Let's let people do this. Yeah. I get that. I'm probably turning down fifteen grand or whatever he gets paid for for certain things. But let's let's let people enjoy this here. Yeah. And instead, he's tweeting it all day long, and I that bothered me. I get that he was doing his job, but that bothered me. So how many guys have you? Plus, heard he in just the last... looks like he eats like a million donuts before he get, gets on the air. <laughs> how many guys have you heard in the last ten years found out that there were that they'd been traded? Woke up in the morning and found out they'd been traded by looking at a tweet from Bob McKenzie or Darren Drager. Or Elliot Friedman. I get it. I, I get <laughs> I just, it. It's social media. And if you want to protect the integrity of the information, keep your staff off their phones. I, I, I agree. 50-50 devil's advocate, whichever way you want to look at it. That just bothered me. And Frank Valley bothers me. Um, and so does Elliot Friedman's haircut. But that's a whole <laughs> Lack other thereof. That's a whole other argument. Um, some qu- let me give you some quick hits before we're done here. Okay. Anaheim Ducks have to make a coaching change or they are going into the crapper again. Where have we heard that before? Yes. Uh, probably time for panic in Montreal because without Price and Weber, they're unable to keep up in a really, really fast conference. Teams in the doldrums, boy, there's a lot of them. Hats off to the Buffalo Sabres, the Detroit Red Wings, Ottawa Senators, playing really, really well and punching above their weight class a little bit. Um Otherwise, what do you see? What's your uh, what's your big impressions here? Well, Chicago is oh and what six or seven and oh and everything. Um, but we're we'll touch on Chicago what next week? Yeah, maybe next week so. we'll touch on Chicago. There's a next lot of information. Anybody that follows hockey knows what's going on. They've a lot heard of dust it. To settle, but there's a lot of things. The team and the organization has two black eyes, and that's before they go zero and six to start yeah. the year. So. They've got they've got some issues. Uh, we we can we can dedicate next week strictly to what's going on with Chicago, yeah. and we'll do that next week um, yep. for Sounds details good. and our take on it. Because I'm sure you already have some of the details, but we'll do that next week for our take. But uh, Chicago, um, who else, man? Um, I've, a Nashville, I think, is hanging around f- better than I think they're going to be. Right now they're what four and three or or whatever they are and they're and they they look okay. I don't Nashville's a team that come the end of the year I don't see being there. No. Especially in the Central Division, they, especially in the West when you're dealing with St. Louis, Colorado, Winnipeg yeah. and um and everything like that. Dallas, they're fifty fifty for me on what they're gonna do. Um they've kind of fallen off and then kind of done nothing spectacular since. Um, 
So I don't understand them. Uh, uh, I don't, they, they're better than this. Florida, I think, will continue to be there. Florida looks uh, lights Florida out. Florida look, Carolina. looks lights out. Carolina. Um, the Islanders look look pretty good. I like um, the Flyers. They, they get some like consistency. The they'll, they'll, they'll be there, the Flyers. Uh, the Penguins, they're not 50-50 for me. They're more 70-30. Uh, you can't write the Penguins off simply because of Sidney Crosby, no. um, That's but it. but they're also they're not lights out like they used to be. So you can't completely write them off, but you can't. Uh, Vegas is looking more human to start the year, and Definitely. yeah, a lot to be said about injuries to start the year or COVID protocols or whatever. But uh, they're looking a little more human. Robin Leonard, I'm not sold as a starting goaltender. Nope. Um, Things like that. San Jose is off to a hot start. I don't. Than I don't thought. see them there at the end of the year either. Um, I just don't. Maybe a wild card, but I. I don't see them holding on like this. Um, no. So they can't keep up in the West either. Not for long. Calgary's playing well. Again, another team that is fifty-fifty for me on whether they'll be there. Um, I sure. They're. They're. Well, it that's... really depends on how many teams in the Central. Are there at the end of the year? That's Daryl Sutter. If four, end. if four or five teams in the Central yeah, are there, right, then that leaves Edmonton, who's who's who. I think whether or not they're cup contenders, I think could be there at the end of the year. That's six, right? That's six, and then that what leaves you two more for eight out of the West. And Calgary would have to. Eh, well, they could be, um, but I don't know. It four or five out of the Central could potentially do it in the West and be there in the West. So that leaves not a lot of wiggle room for Calgary to come out of the, especially when you think despite the slow start, Edmonton and Vegas will be there in the, in the Pacific most likely. So that's seven. So so. what that leaves one for Calgary, for Seattle, for who? So, uh, they're 50, 50 for me on what they can do. Um, so any number of teams, there's obviously the teams that you can all but say won't be there. And then the teams that, could go either direction and and uh whether it's u.s thanksgiving or it's the or it's the new year or it's the trade deadline we'll get a lot of answers then on what teams whether they're buyers or sellers or what's going on so always do and it's you know it it's fun to speculate but it's futile yeah it just watch watch a couple of sports shows on tv could be an intermission show could be anything Watch how many sentences begin with "I think." Just listen for it. Don't don't make it a drinking game because you won't last five minutes. But I think. Well, I think. Yeah. So to me, well, so yeah, whatever. That's why they play the game. We'll let the game be played on the ice. We know what's going to happen. We're not necessarily going to tell you. <laughs> yes. We All want. Right. We don't want to be like Frank Saravalli. We know which teams are going to be there. We know who's <laughs> going to win. We know how they're going to win. We know why but we're not going to tell you because we don't want to remove all the suspense and take all the drama out of the season for you. Yes. But keep tuning in to us. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy the season. Junior hockey's <laughs> underway. The NHL season's underway. The Penticton V's just beat Powell River 15-3 to three or oh, something like that. So um, some good hockey going on. Yep. Um, yep. NCAA hockey is, is, on, is underway as well, so a lot of good hockey moving. Um, please enjoy it. Head to Facebook and Instagram, Warm the Hockey Podcast, at Warm the Hockey Podcast, respectively. Like and follow us there. Engage with us. Um, make sure you subscribe and you share on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell um, on YouTube. And when we are 
are up and running video wise or back on zoom that our episodes will be back up there um if you're, this is 97 so 98 99 two more and then we're at 100 and then we can do a hundredth um yeah. we call it the big hundredth but given everything going on um hopefully we can at least get our favorite goaltender to join us and absolutely and do it that way he has um, committed and hopefully by hopefully by 200 we can make it a bigger spe- spectacular type event with yes. video and whatever else but for 100 we'll at least do it that way uh, thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed it uh warm the hockey podcast for all those for, if you're for everything you just said about social media and everything for, if you're over 50 and you don't know what he said like me uh contact me on the side send us a message and i'll explain it to you you got to give I'll, them a place to contact you, i'll though, look it up which means more technology can't for they people. find me through the through the uh the no. podcast site no no no, because I know how you are with personal information being put on on things. So I'm not going to just throw your phone number or email on there. So you got to give them a place to contact you. So if you're going to say that, then you now have to reveal your email address so that people can email you. Otherwise, you may as well just say, "Sorry, just kidding." Contact the you figure it out like I do, and contact us on on Instagram or Facebook. Sorry, just kidding. Actually, don't contact me. Find the nearest 14 year old and have them explain it all. And to have you. them explain it. So yeah. that way you don't call China. Uh, anyways, Warm the Hockey Podcast. Good to have you back in studio in person. Yeah. Uh, Great to be here. Enjoy, enjoy the week of hockey, and we'll see you all next week. And uh, we will see you episode all throughout the hockey community. Yeah, in episode 98 next week. Awesome. Enjoy. Look forward to it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.